For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Is uh, I, I knew nothing about these derailment numbers. I'm stunned by it. Mm-hmm. That we have thousands of derailments all the time and what, the, how costly it is and, and how they're not kept up and maybe the regulation needs to be there. I think there needs to be, uh, there's a widespread sentiment to have a, a look at the whole rail industry, what the lobbyists are doing and, and what the actual, I heard there were three people on that train of how many cars Ten, uh, 20 of which had chemicals in it? Somebody at the front, somebody at the back, and Does that some blow other you away? I mean, I know well, nothing that, about the business. I'm, I'm, I'm more than transparent about that. But I just think we got to look at this. And as Governor DeWine said, I had no idea this toxic chemicals were coming through these towns. Well, at least we should be alerted to it. I think that's a reasonable request. Well, and Pete sure. Buttigieg even said, we have thousands of these tra- train derailments quite often, and that is alarming. This could happen to your town. Yeah, listen, we mentioned when I was a reporter back in the day, I used to go to train derailments in Kansas all the time. They oftentimes just were carting uh, wheat to market and not poisonous chemicals, but they can also update, you know, the systems, how the trains stop, how the trains go. All that stuff could be updated. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is a it is our Friday, your Thursday, and I'm way down here. Let me do that. Um, it is our Friday, your Thursday. Let me welcome you to the Wayne Dupree podcast. My name is Wayne Dupree, the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. There are many out there that emulate and imitate, but there's only one. There is only one, and along for the ride, that has been in the cockpit on the and for the second, I mean, for for the co-pilot. Matter of fact, as a as a pilot has fallen asleep at the switch, he's even taken over the reins for the first couple I mean, for thousands and thousands of miles, ladies and gentlemen. The godfather of the airwaves, the godfather of the conservative movement, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Just cleaning my trash cans. <laughs> and as you saw in the movie Airplane, there has to be a third in the cockpit. There has to be a third, just in case the front two get blown out. Ladies and gentlemen. The rookie of the crew, Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, happy Thursday, everybody. Lots of cool things to talk about, man. 
And don't call me Shirley. Okay. Shirley. <laughs> Wasn't that a blow-up doll as the third pilot? <laughs> well, it, what it ended up as... <laughs> that movie I don't know sick. where you're going with this, dude. No, no, no. He was a fourth pilot. I, sp- I speak jive. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, I watched... I watched a um I watched the video on her and she people really have really forgotten about her uh as she was one of America's moms in the like 40s or 50s and um uh, when they brought her in the two brothers that she was talking to they pulled her aside and taught her jive they taught her <laughs> they taught her jive so that when That's she funny. did her when she did her part she was on cue, man. I mean, she said, "Oh, they were nice to me." Then they brought me over, and nobody really understood them. But you know, they 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 taught well, me and everything. So. I only really remember two things: a little bit about that, and OJ flinging off the bleachers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched we're, that. I had it on tape. I watched that like three times, back and forth. <laughs> oh my god, OJ used to be so funny before he, you know, killed people. You know, yeah. if he did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. You know, he's there's even if they even if he didn't do it, they got him anyway. So, um, right. you know, that, that ladies and gentlemen, let's break the algorithms. Um, share our show on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, if you're on Rumble, click the Rumble uh, plus sign. And we know, you know, what our numbers on Rumble and Getter mm-hmm. actually have exploded. And I, you know, I, I, I appreciate um, the people. Uh, our friends at Rumble. As a matter of fact, on if you were a YouTube watcher, y'all see what I'm doing now. Yes, I yes, I deleted all of the previous, all of my video library. I deleted it once again because they're still going back and finding old shows to hit to get. Even though we don't broadcast on YouTube anymore, they're still going back to find old shows. To give me strikes so they can get rid of the channel. I'm like, dude, we don't even we don't even broadcast on YouTube anymore. But I, we gave you, up. YouTube, man, they, they took me out like that, took me out permanently. And yeah. when you take your account down, all your subscriptions are gone. I didn't even want to transmit anything. I was just watching. Right. You know, right. they take all that away. And I asked them, I said, look, I'll never broadcast on this place again. Just yeah. give me my stuff back. No, you can't. We're we're you're done. I said it before, and I'll say it again. All the things you've heard about big tech, censorship, canceling people, like, it's all 100% true, you know? And guys like us live it every day, you the know? The only thing that's not true is Elon Musk is freeing everybody. That's a lie. That is a lie. I, I, knew, I knew that. See, But, but see, I knew that, though. I, I knew it when I watched it because I was like, okay, the, really, the only thing that he can do is bring back people that – well, actually, no. He can bring back some of the people. He can't bring back everybody. He can bring back some of the people. But for the shadow ban and stuff, he can't. I mean, I think there's a way to fix it. You just wipe the board clean. Just wipe the board clean and say, okay, this is where we're going. But you, it's like you're putting band you're putting band aids on a on a on a deep wound like those little teeny weeny band aids. You're putting it on a big, a big open wound, and it's not. I mean, it's still gushing, man. And, and you already know that the FBI and the intelligence community infiltrated you. You think they're just going to leave? That's what I said too. I was like, <laughs> you can act like it all you want to, yeah. 
you you know you can get on here. Hey, um, can I say this about y'all? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, just make it look like we aren't even here. Okay, man, the FBI sucks. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. But now, the meanwhile, meanwhile, the FBI is the one that provided all the servers and everything else. That's their equipment. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's actually I mean, our equipment. It's taxpayer-funded equipment. It's a big intelligence yeah. operation. Yeah. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing that you will have on this show when you watch it, and that is your needed, your needed reality check, okay? that That's basically what it is, your needed reality check. I was thinking about this as I was coming down the stairs to the, to the office. Um, there are a lot of people out there right now. Let me... Uh, because I'm going to use this later. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there right now that are on the fence. They probably love being on the fence about what they want to do. They don't want to be seen as if they're running from Donald Trump, but they want to support Ron DeSantis. So they're on the fence. They're on the fence because they don't want to lose their, their spots, their prestige if they have it, their place in life on social media here on the way to pre-show we don't sit on the fence i'll tell you why donald trump deserves a second chance because the first chance is taken away from him it's just like any part of your family member that was done wrong if they were done wrong like this and they were kicked off the job because everybody came after and stuff you would want people to support you or you would think that your family member should have a second chance to prove that he can do the job the way that he said he could do the job and that he was rail, railroaded, railroaded off of the job. Donald Trump deserves a second chance. If you're mad because of all the stuff that the that if you're mad at him because of the, what the media says and what Democrats say and what rhinos say, and what paid influencers say or concoct about him. And then you say, oh, well, he has too much baggage. He has too much luggage. You put him in that position. He didn't have this when he was before he came down the escalator. You put him in this position. And then you're going to tuck and run. What does that say about you? Now, again, here on the show, we're not telling you. I'm not saying support him. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I, I know. Who, I know who I'm supporting. Until he says otherwise, that's 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 what I that's what I give him. I give Donald Trump that. If he turned around tomorrow and said that he ain't gonna run, okay, great, great. I, the person that I'm backing is gone. Okay, I might not vote, but um, in <laughs> but it's the same, y'all. Look, it's the same way that I felt in 2016. Yes. Yes, Donald Trump did come down the escalator. But before he came down the escalator, I, I think before he came down the escalator, the governor from Texas, Rick Perry, was running. And I was like, he's the governor. I love the Trump running because we had him on the show. But Rick Perry, I'm going with him. Rick Perry's out. Really? He's out already? <laughs> okay, well, let's go with Trump. And I, I've stuck with him through thick and thin. I, I don't agree with a whole lot of things that he has done on, well, that he did on Twitter, or how he did it on Twitter. I agree that calling people out is the right thing. 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with calling people out. I really don't. You know, we've been called out for bull crap here on the show because some tissue paper feelings got hurt. Remember that? Um, <laughs> some tissue paper feelings got hurt because we stand in we stand for conservative principles and values. That's it. We don't deviate. We don't push it aside. We don't act like it's some um, um, some doctrine of the week or whatnot. It's what we live by. And when we see somebody screwing it up or coming behind it, we say something. We are your needed reality check. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Hutch-Bailey. I think if you look at it, um, and my, my view is changing in the last few weeks because I think my vote and my support goes to somebody who's going to keep us out of war. You know, right now you've got the return with, with the exit of Donald Trump. You had the return of the Council of Foreign Relations. Uh, and you've got all these people, these warmongers that know that if they don't get this war kicked off by 2024, they're probably not going to have one. Wow. And I just pray that we can last that long. That I mean, you already saw the that the apocalyptic sides have been formed. You've got the United States and broke down Europe versus China and Russia. Come on, man. That's not a, that's not a tenable thing. Right. You know, it's just not, I mean, we don't have enough masculine boys to do that. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look at, look at this country, the state of this military. I mean, my God, he's got to, we, we, we can't let these other warmongers in. I'm, and I, and I, I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss. I don't know if we have, we already, or are we too far now? I don't know, but I would like to see some freaking Republicans say something, you know, like a lot of them, like, what about all the 20 that left? Do you guys want war? Is that what you want? Do you, do you have any idea where you're leading us? Cause I don't know where we're going. So that's, you know, that's basically my premise for, for Trump. I mean, if there's, if there's one statistic, that you can lay out there. It said he didn't get us into any more wars. He didn't. Sure, didn't. That's a, that's veterans talking. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> Mister J R Robinson. You know, I agree with Hutch. I think the war is the most pressing issue the country's facing right now, and getting us out of it and avoiding it is the the most pressing. And when it comes to Trump, here here's what just blows my mind. We were sick of the establishment Republicans in 2016. They said one thing, but they were beholden to the military-industrial complex. They didn't deliver. They gave up ground. That's where Trump came from. Trump was a big middle finger to the establishment and said, we don't know. We don't love everything this guy does. We know he loves America. And we know he's going to do what he thinks is right for the country. He's not going to be beholden to donors or any of that stuff. He got in with a mandate, and the mandate was build the walls, secure the borders, all these things. And we gave him the House, and we gave him the Senate. Mm -hmm. And then the people that obstructed him from implementing his agenda are the exact same people that are supporting Ron DeSantis. So you don't have to be a rocket scientist to say these guys are going to be all smoke and bluster, but these are the exact people that stop the Trump agenda. And if DeSantis is going to keep hanging out with them, like it's going to be hard for me to ever wrap my head around voting for Ron DeSantis. 
Like we, we kicked you out because we were sick of the industrial complex. And then this whole, sorry, bullshit about him not declaring until the legislature changes this weekend. He's having a 150 person fundraiser with Mm -hmm. a bunch of big money donors, (laughs) which are the military industrial complex and amnesty, all the amnesty people. Yep. yep, and all the uh, and a bunch of the influencers that have already fled Trump. They were never really in on Trump. They were establishment conservative influencers that hopped on the Trump train. And he's having that big fundraiser this weekend. Like it's yeah, I mean, and if you watch the video, and it looks like we're gonna play a few coming out of East Palestine. Like mm-hmm. that is what a president needs to be. It's yeah, yeah. He was. Um... He said he was going to Ohio and he went to Ohio and he and he met with the people. He brought he brought supplies. Um, yep. And this is this is and and, and I give it to I, I, I you got to give it to the man because he waited. He waited for the Biden administration to do something and they didn't do it. Unbelievable. Right. You know? They didn't do it. Unbelievable. They, right. Exactly. They didn't do it. And he was like, you know what? I can't sit. It's almost like what he did when he came down the escalator. He's right. like, they aren't doing it. Somebody's got to do it. L- let me go and do it. And that's the same thing that he did here. You know? Come on, y'all. I mean. Let me say something else about the about the last segment before we before we change. It's not, it's not, not a shame to change your mind, folks. No, it's not. If you sit there and look at the facts and look at the situation. And you're a DeSantis guy, and you're finally starting to figure it out. There's no shame in changing your mind. Get on the right track. We need this guy right here. Well, and actually, we all change our mind on stuff. New information. I mean, I was I really thought DeSantis would be Trump's VP and he would inherit the MAGA kingdom. And instead, he got in bed with the, the globalist establishment. Sorry. Peace out, brother. Yeah, you know what too? And what always got me about a Trump DeSantis ticket is that I never saw them. I was like, there's no way that they can do it because you got to give up Florida's votes. That, that would knock you down. I mean, and I was like, why would you give up Florida's elect- 30 or whatever electoral votes? You're behind the eight ball already, you know, just to put two people from the same state in the white house. That, you know, I was like, no, that's, that's, no, man, that's not even smart. You know, I mean, I think it was good. It would have been good for him to, for Trump to win in 2024 and then back to Santos in 28, if that's the way that they wanted to go. I mean, there's so many other people that probably would come up, but, you know, that's, that's what I think the game plan should have been. But so many people have decided, well, you know, he, he, like I said, he's got too much luggage. He got too much baggage. We got to get, no, he's got to be somebody now. And, and, oh, and now the people that are coming out that are saying they're, they're going to run or are thinking about running, it's a youth movement. It's, we got to get younger. We, you know, it's, it's a new generation. You know, we, we got to, yeah, you know, we got to, we got to, uh, uh, we got to change our leadership and stuff. If you want to change your leadership, why didn't y'all get rid of Kevin McCarthy? Mitch McConnell. Why didn't y'all get rid of Mitch McConnell? The whole time Mitch was running, y'all could have came out and 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 did the same thing y'all are doing to President Trump. Y'all could have did it for Mitch, did it against Mitch McConnell. 
but you didn't. Starting to get it, folks. <laughs> that I mean, you come on now. Trump's you, the I mean, outsider. Everybody exactly. else is the insider. Exactly. Yeah. Right. The thing is, Trump, you want him on that wall. You need him on that wall. But the problem is, is that y'all don't want him on the wall because he's going to call out some people. He's going to call out some people and he's going to make some feelings hurt. You know, <laughs> when I was growing up, go, going to church, it's like a, we had a preacher who, like when the church, everything was great when he was getting, yeah, yes, yes, hallelujah, yes. Everything was great when, when he was preaching and he started talking about a couple of things, churches like this. <laughs> He was like, "Oh, I must be stepping on some toes. <laughs> I, I must be, I must be rolling over somebody's corns right now with, with, um, with the stuff I'm saying. That's all. That's all Trump was doing. He was stepping on people's toes, and people don't like to be exposed. People don't like to be exposed. Just like all these Trumper jumpers. I, I used to call them Trumper jumpers. Um, right, right at the end of 2020. Well, uh, yeah." Right after the election, I was like, oh, yeah, why she's trumper jumpers now? Yeah, they're going. I never seen so many preachers and evangelists that started up podcasts in my life after Trump <laughs> left. All these people that hadn't opened up a Bible or shown anything that was God wise while he, Trump was in office. They started that. Oh, they became preachers and evangelists. Start putting up websites and stuff. I'm like, oh. This is this. My favorite. My favorite was Glenn Beck, man. Glenn Beck. What <laughs> this guy, man? He went freaking nuts. He did. <laughs> the dude loved Cruz so much. He had that emotional attachment. You man. know, saying if you if you don't vote for Cruz, you're not a Christian. And, oh man, my God, Glenn. It was. I was, great. A, I was a paid subscriber twice too, man. I mean, I had to get away from that guy. But one thing, one thing that we laughed at. I I don't know if y'all remember. Uh, <laughs> they were in a they were in a gym. Yeah, I do. It was <laughs> that was they Karma were... City, boy. <laughs> he thought he had the crowd. I think it was the election, or if it wasn't the election, it was the primaries or something. That yeah, it was still the primary. It was the primary, and 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 um, they were. In, I guess they were in the same state at the same time, for, and. Glenn Beck was in there with his crew and he had all the cameras. He like 10 crews and, and you, we need 10 crews and stuff. Wait, wait, and who's that? Who, who's that in the back of the room? And people start people start peeling off and leaving <laughs> because they said, That's Trump. Come on, pick up, come on, come on. <laughs> that was hilarious. He was dejected. He went to his hotel room, didn't he? He went to his hotel room and did a video. I just don't oh, understand. I, yeah. I, I just don't understand. We're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when Trump was on the stage with all those other leaders, and he was like in the back. Some dude tried to get in front of me, like, "Oh, wait, man!" <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. I gotta I say, am, I'm just ready for this debate cycle. Let's get too. Trump. Let's get DeSantis. <laughs> let's get Nikki Haley. Let's get all these guys. Like, let's go. And that's why, you know what, Jason? That's that's why um, that's why I think 
that uh, Trump's not worried about who is uh, who is joining the fight and whatnot. Because once once he gets them on that debate stage, he is one. in his element. You know, Ronald well, McDaniel. Yeah, right. And I'm sure. Well, I'm sure if you have four or five, I'm sure that they're going to have some GOP debate without a Democrat. They have to. There's no, I mean, because that's almost exposing yourself even more. But you look in Pennsylvania and Arizona and it worked. I I was going to say, usually I'm the naive one here where I'm like, oh, they'll never do something that shady. But I'm like, <laughs> I totally see them saying, yeah. we're not going to put Trump on Hell the debate no. stage. Because they know, because they, they know, know that he would destroy him. But you know, you know right. what Trump would do if that happened? He'd just do the shit at a rally. That, right? yeah. He'd do it some yeah. right, call him right out with nobody backing him. This guy, you know, this guy dresses in women's clothes. You know, I saw him. You know, <laughs> go ahead, try that, Rhonda. See how that works out for you. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, shoot. I remember I remember watching um, on the veterans. He had veterans behind him, and he was taking questions. And then um, somebody from ABC was trying to, to get a question answered. And Trump took a Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This boy's a piece of work. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. No, he caught him a piece of work. <laughs> It's like okay, yeah, then we're here for that. We're here for it. Let's go. Let's go. But no, um, I guess I guess basically what I wanted to say, and where we are here for the Wayne Dupree uh, on the Wayne Dupree program is this: uh, we are. We said that we supported Donald Trump. We're here for Donald Trump. And if he decides that he wants to roll out, then guess what? Then We'll work on who we want to go with after that. But he deserves a second chance because of what we asked him to do in the first place. I still I still can't get over that. We 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 put him in the situation that he's getting excoriated and destroyed for. And then many uh many on our side just, oh. well, he's taking it. And he's taking it. He's not running from it, he's taking it. But I'll, I'll tell you, Fox News has really gone anti-Trump too. Woo! They really have. Man. Turn that off, folks. Turn it off. Show them their the error of their ways. Don't listen yeah. to these people. They'll take you right off the team. Yep. Well, and look at all the legislative stuff Joe Biden's pushed through in the last two years. All the damage he's done to our country, and then tell yourself Republicans had a stronger House and Senate majority sure than did. the Democrats did. Sure we did. should have been able to get more done. In 2016, 17, yep, 18, then Joe Biden got done in two years. And all those people that stopped that from happening are who's supporting Ron DeSantis. Yep. Like just let that sink in. I was so I was so angry in watching the Republicans, especially in the first 10 months. I never forget it. I, oh my all the stuff that they did to him in the first 10 months. But I, my, 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 you know, all of a sudden my eyes have seen the glory. My eyes saw the corruption. My eyes saw the corruption for what they were doing to that man, all the way from um, uh, putting handcuffs, um, um, 
putting handcuffs on him when they went on recess. Twice. They went on recess in August and they went on recess in December. They slapped the cuffs on him so he couldn't appoint judicial nominees while they were taking their time. I'm talking about the Senate, McConnell. And he was happy about it, too. You know, he, he took that guy's his a cancer. That guy's a cancer. Man, him and him and, oh, man. And, and then what they did to him in, in December when he passed those tax cuts. You know, they were quiet. I was like, what? what? The American people should know this. The American people should know what's coming in um, in February or March. They should know about the tax cuts. The, the Democrats come out here and say, oh, it's just for the rich. Republicans should be um, uh, uh, on, the, on the radio shows, on the TV, things when they go back for Christmas. They should be explaining the tax cuts. And y'all just leaving them out there. I was like, oh, okay, all right, bad. But y'all, ten, 10 months, the first 10 months, those two omnibus, that killed me. That killed me. I was, I mean, and that didn't just solidify, I thought there was a uniparty. That just made me throw up. That just made me throw up. Two omnibus bills within 10 months. I don't think Thank we've that. seen that before. I don't think we've ever seen that before. Pushed by Paul Ryan. Pushed by Paul Ryan and uh, the punk. I was getting ready to call him the N-word. The punk went from the House, from from Congress. He ran from the Congress to the White House. Because Trump was about to change his mind in signing the second one, and he couldn't have it. He ran and begged Trump to sign it. I'd love to hear what he said. Me too. Me too. He probably got over there coughing. <coughs> President Trump, President Trump, listen, we got you. We look, we'll take our problem. Well, won't we take care of the, the border? Yes, yes, we will. Yes, please sign it, please. And one think about like the border wall. How simple of legislation would that have been? Just like that. Just like that. Look at what they're doing to Ukraine. Right. Did you see they announced $10 billion more today for Ukraine? Isn't it interesting that Social Security is almost bankrupt and we're paying for Ukraine Social Security? Right. Thank you. Say that again, Hutch. People yeah, don't I know, I know, that. I know. Say it again. Say it again. For all you Democrat voters that are elderly senior citizens that are living off of uh, Social Security that you earned, how does it feel that that fund's almost empty and your tax dollars are going instead of to Social Security to Ukraine? And their pension funds, because they worked so hard their whole lives for the United States. Not. It's criminal. That's yeah. And just today, Janet Yellen announced at a speech she was giving that in the coming months they're going to give ten billion more dollars to the Ukraine. Meanwhile, we're about to hit our debt ceiling, God. and Social Security's bankrupt, and we can't. Oh yeah, true story. Everything's bankrupt. I mean, there's nothing. I said this uh, last year. You know, if we take every bit of money from every family and get together $31 trillion and pay it back, we will be broke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, isn't it? I think the stat is like the individual taxpayer's amount is $97,000 towards the federal Mm -hmm. debt. And that's without 
That's without the liabilities, the unfunded liabilities, the future recipients of Social Security, the future recipients of Medicare and all other federal parasite entitlement programs. This is um, this is this is a video based on what Hutch and Jason were talking about. Much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. And this is why we're going to, we're going to prop up Ukraine schools while there's 55 Illinois schools that zero students can read at at the right grade level. We got to, and 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 we have zero. 23 or 24 schools in Maryland where they can't even I, where they scored zero on a uh, math proficiency proficiency test. Let me tell you zero. what that is. Let me tell you what that is, ladies and gentlemen. That is slavery. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Yeah, keeping children from being able to learn fundamental things is freaking slavery. Yeah, talk about. Talk about Jim Crow. This is what President Trump had to say about it. All of the other things you've been hearing, but answers and results, and that's what I think you're going to say. See, uh, Norfolk Southern needs to fulfill its responsibilities and obligations. And I see that they're starting to come here now, too, because they also were saying they're not coming. (laughs) But it means that the affected communities beyond the borders of East Palestine, Palestine are uh, going to be taken care of. And they've said so, and they've said it loud and clear, and I think they probably mean it. I sincerely hope that when your representatives and all of the politicians get here, including Biden, they get back from touring Ukraine, <laughs> that he's got some money left over, because we're now at $117 billion. And as you probably know, Europe, when you add it all up, is at about $10 billion. That's a big difference, wouldn't you say? That's one of the things that gets me, because they're at it again. They're very good negotiators, those people in Europe. You know, when you add it all up, (laughs) it's about the same size as the United States, the economy of the different European countries. And they're at a very small number compared to us. So you'll start working on that, I guess, when you get back. I think J.D. Look will have JD that. Well, he's listened. He heard that number, but it's a massive difference. It's a very yes, small yes. fraction of what we put up, and it affects them more than us, and they have to do what they have to do. But we're going to find time uh, to come back if necessary. If they don't come back and give you the treatment that you need, we will be back. Uh, the Biden administration should ensure that every family has the option of moving and homes and everything else until this thing is straightened out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what Republicans should be doing right now. I could see president Trump every time that the, another check goes to Ukraine, he pulls out his little notebook and adds it in there. Oh yeah. That's what I was doing. (laughs) You remember I was, man, I was keeping a tab. I was like, okay, well. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't floating around. He was like 1.7932 billion. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but shout, shout out to JD Vance, too. He was out there four days. Yeah, he was. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. He was down there by that crooked water, too. Yep. But um it yeah. um in in watching in watching Donald Trump do this, 
Uh, it just reminds us again that he cares about the country. It wasn't a just a well, it, yes, it was a photo op. It was a photo op, but it was a caring photo op on top of that because he could have did it a whole lot earlier. But I, I go back to what I said. He waited until Biden and them didn't do it. I mean, how long can you wait? Two weeks? Two and a half well, weeks? Three weeks? I'm surprised Buttigieg isn't fired yet. I swear, well, that, that guy there, he's he's crashing and burning, man. He's never well, going to get fired. I don't know. But he's there now. One, he's thing, there about, now. one, thing, one thing about Democrats, they will throw you overboard. Oh, hell yeah, they will. Asked on the bond. Exactly. Oh, I think Buttigieg is in trouble. This is not the situation where you want a queer dude in charge. What? Just saying. I mean, it doesn't look right. Look at him. Look at the guy. You, is that confidence building? Oh, my God. Look at this guy. <laughs> What's that, about George? That What's that thing? They gave him, like, the easiest job. Look at this guy. Like, the guy was a nobody mayor. He runs for president, and he ends up as a transportation secretary. The party wants to back him for higher office, and he can't screw up worse than he is. And it's – oh, it's terrible. That's a cringeworthy – that's just nasty. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not changing. <laughs> I, I'm not either. I'm not either. Look at this guy. It's a, it's a comic book, man. It's not even – He, you know what he even said in an interview – while this really doesn't fall under the transportation uh, side, that really? <laughs> they still were responsible in a way for the, I was like, the infrastructure, the infrastructure that they, uh, what, 1.7 trillion or something that they, right, not one railroad train. No, you know, mm-hmm. the, these trains are crashing in the same places. Right. Did you see, there was a video online two days ago, one day ago, they were showing the train coming down the track, but the track looked like it hadn't been touching in about 40, 50 years. It looked like it was sunk yep. into the ground. The train was going slow on it because, I mean, and, and the train was going up and down, up and down and sideways and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, this that thing could you, derail any time. I'll tell you, I'm not a, I, I'm a libertarian leanings conservative in a lot of areas, but I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> If there was ever a need for the federal government to do anything, it's to force these railroad companies to modernize their stuff. Either that, right. or get, either that, or replace it with a maglev. Do something. You got to do something. You can't just roll on these same old uh, tracks and these same old bridges. I don't know how it is in Baltimore and Minneapolis, but when I run under some of these metal bridges, they don't even have the same railroad company name on them anymore. It's Norfolk Southern now. Uh, I forget what it used to Norfolk Western, Norfolk. I can't remember. But we got train, we got bridges that are rusting away. You know, it, it's only a matter of time before a locomotive crashes down through that. I mean, it's it's going to happen, especially this raggedy city. Yeah, Buttigieg is um, there today. He is answering questions, and well, welcome to the Wayne Dupree. It was a mistake not to come here sooner. You know, what I tried to do was balance two things. My desire to be involved and engaged and on the ground, which is uh, uh, how I am uh, generally wired to act, and my desire to follow the norm of transportation secretaries, allowing NTSB to really uh, lead the initial stages of the public-facing work. Yeah. 
Um, we got more. Expressing concern for the residents of East Palestine. A week and a half after the accident happened. In hindsight, was that waiting too long to express anything? Hours after you had addressed the makeup of work crews on highway construction projects just that very day. The answer to your question is yes. I felt strongly about this and uh, could have expressed that sooner. Again, I was taking pains to respect the, the role that I have and the role that I don't have, but that should not have stopped me from weighing in about how I felt about what was happening to this community. Information and misinformation injected into this situation, none of which is to the benefit of the community uh, when it comes to that misinformation. So I think, so I lost my train of thought. Um, because you were talking stupid. <laughs> Misinformation about what? <laughs> oh, my God. The train crashed. Chemicals caught on fire. What, what misinformation? Wow. Right. That, that chemicals kill you? Is that is that misinformation? Go drink wow. some of that stuff. Well, and for those who didn't see, that question the reporter was referring to is 10 days after the crash. So the crash happens the 13th or the 3rd, around the 13th. Pete Buttigieg is on stage giving a talk, and he was talking about how it's racist that the construction crews that build roads in black neighborhoods have a bunch of white guys in it. And people are like, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And we talked about a little bit on the show, like anybody that shows up, they're going to hire. You know what I mean? Like they can't get enough workers in any construction crew anywhere. So, you know, show up and we'll teach you how to swing a hammer. So, yeah. Uh, even even MSNBC, who's been going after Donald Trump lately, um, for um, for attacking uh, for for going after um, Ronnie, Ronnie. Even they are calling up Pete. Secretary Pete Buttigieg did make it clear that he should have gone there sooner. And let's just put put a pin on that. He should have gone there sooner, He's and done. the White House should have done a better <laughs> job. Even though they were in a major transatlantic moment dealing with the future of the safety of the world, the people of East Palestine uh, need to feel seen and heard. And I think that Pete Buttigieg is taking it on board that he needs to go there and do that. Um, These are people who right now are very uncertain about their health and the future of their town. And um, it is definitely a little bit of a bump for the White House to not make sure they shined a big light on what was happening there. And hopefully in the weeks, days and weeks to come, they'll be able to do that because it's frightening for those people to see dead fish in the rivers and to not be able to run water. you look down on her notes, it says, from the office of the President of the United States. <laughs> well, let's put this in perspective. The administration doesn't answer to the biggest train chemical spill we've had in decades. Right. And, they, and MSNBC says they had a little bit of a bump in their response. <laughs> Donald Trump scoots down a, a ramp after giving a speech, and it was wall to wall like, this is the worst ever. I think he's got cognitive decline. He's got Parkinson's or something. And uh, we, we need the whatever amendment because he's incapable. Ridiculous. I'll tell you, and you, you look at that. You look at the monkeys that Donald Trump made out of the government. Yeah. he made. I looked at Buttigieg in that last couple of clips, not when he was talking, when he was standing in his hard hat. I mean, what a misfit. Yeah. That guy shouldn't even have that job. It's it, What a misfit. He Talk couldn't about, fill the potholes when he was mayor. 
And now talk we're about, surprised that it is true. That is true. Talk and talk about the government ineffectiveness. Did you hear about the DOD? The server, the, the Air Force server? Yeah, with the emails. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. It was open. Two weeks. And you know when that started, right? I don't understand. Around the, you have uh, have, you have the balloon situation? Yep. So what Wayne's talking about is they just, uh, it was like 10 terabytes of email information from the Department of Defense have been being leaked unbeknownst to them. Ironically, if I believed in conspiracy theories, I would think it's weird it happened right after the Chinese spy balloon. I'm mm -hmm. sure the two are unrelated, so we don't want to be be conspiracy theorists. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, and like that should be front page news, right? Like that should be on the lead in page of every news site in the world. You know, we um, we just showed you MSNBC talking about it. Here, here's um, Jake Tapper. I got something to say about it. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, is on the ground in Ohio. Its stated mission to make sure Norfolk Southern does everything to fix the toxic mess caused by one of its trains flying off the tracks. The move follows three weeks of angry pleas from residents of East Palestine that the company, the agency, and the president of the United States are simply not doing enough. And Biden's done, too. <laughs> that's scripted man I thought he doesn't get to say that exactly. by himself L ladies and gentlemen it is scripted we showed you a, a video earlier in the week these people these networks these 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 news people they they get their talking points and it and especially today just all you have, it only takes uh maybe 15 minutes for it to be written from headquarters a and to be faxed to um, the network, well, uh, email to the networks B, and then download it to the teleprompter. And the, the, it doesn't take long. You don't even need a fax machine no more. And okay? I mean, if you if you want to if you want to be able to translate some of this stuff, not necessarily the political stuff, but the international things and, and the stuff like that, the Washington Post, I say, speaks for the Washington Post leaks for the CIA the intelligence community, and DNI. The New York Times and Politico speak for the FBI, DOJ, National Security Division, and Department of Homeland Security, while CNN is the representative voice of the U.S. State Departments. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, sometimes you can tell that way. This is, a big, this is a big rig thing. And this is not, this is not a, they're not journalists. They're part of the government. And like you said... <laughs> The White House is there some sense at the White House that even if they were watching it, they should have been talking about it more. Look, I think it's clear that time is definitely of the essence. As Miguel and others on the ground have reported, uh, there is real lack of trust at the federal government's response. Uh, did they respond fast enough? Uh, there is a clear desire within that community to see big names come and actually see with their own eyes. And I think you're absolutely right that as soon as the president uh, touches back down on U.S. soil, there are going to be real questions about what he personally is willing to do and show he is doing to really address this problem. Gavin Newsom's like, yeah, All right. He, you, you want to watch this? Watch, watch Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom and watch what happens to Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is the most endangered person in politics in the United States right now. You know what? You just said something. You just said something, and I never saw. I believe me, I never saw it. I always saw them as two individuals. I never saw it as 
a ticket. I never saw it as a ticket. Think of the think of the rock and and Obama ran as a ticket. Holy crap! Well, yeah, you can't have the straight white guy alone. You got to get you know the straight white guy that couldn't hold on to Gulf oil. Gulf right. Oil. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and Don's got her. <laughs> <laughs> And they both got rumble shows now. Right. <laughs> Who? What's her first name? Gilfoyle? Oh, well, yeah. Don Kim Jr. Kim. and, yeah, Kim Garfoyle Kim, or whatnot. Kim, yeah. Kimberly. Yeah. Look, he, um, the, yeah, uh, watch, watch Kamala Harris. See what happens to her in the next couple weeks. <laughs> you know, gonna, here's, he's going to get Spiro Agnew, boy. <laughs> here's a remarkable thing, too, about all this. All these people on the Democrat Party want to be leaders, right? They all want to be the next president. They all want to be the yeah. next thing. And you get this disaster happening, and everybody's like, I ain't going there. I ain't going there. Well, no, that's yeah. on you. Like, like Donald Trump, who's not even a paid elected official, is sitting there going, and people say, oh, it's a photo op. You're damn right it's a photo op. That's what I said. I ain't going to lie. He's doing it for the people. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah, that's for yeah. him. I'm, he went down and bought them McDonald's. Sure did. Yeah. Sure did. Uh, and by the way, uh, and by the way, he went and bought a McDonald's. Biden, Biden would have probably got him um, ice cream cones, <laughs> applesauce. Actually, that was but, that was but, great video too, if you saw it. But then we also noted um, Putin and. Uh, G would have probably made an omelet and some grapes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, one of the best all-time presidential moves <laughs> that I ever saw was when he had them college football guys right. in the thing, and all they had was Wendy's and freaking party. Yeah. It's like, yeah. those dudes love that. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. tore that they, stuff up. They would have rather had that than that beef tartare with the egg yep. on top of the raw meat and stuff. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how people eat that. It just shows how, how Donald Trump's one of the people and these elitists don't understand. Yeah. Like, everybody watching this show has had McDonald's a couple times this month, you know, and you don't necessarily like it. You know, it's not good for you, you know, but you have it. You know, it's I would love it right now, to tell you the truth. But, you get, know, give him no. a Big Mac. <laughs> Quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, uh, yeah, boy. There's two I, I of them, it. though. There's two different quarter pounders with cheese. One has bacon. The one, no, the, even just the regular one. The, the one huh. comes right off the grill, and when you bite into it, you can just feel that just deliciousness coming out. Yeah. And then, there's one, and then there's one that was sitting under that light for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't travel very well. No, no. You know, the best the best hamburger I ever had was um, at a um, truck stop. No, okay. the best cheeseburger. Best cheeseburger I ever had. Um, I got two cheeseburgers. The first one was really good, and I carried the second one. That's the one I was coming from Michigan to uh, Maryland. And I was eating the second one right before I got to Pittsburgh, and I sat in the front seat. And you know how you had that? And I, I say this all the time because I've never – because the view that I had was probably the closest view, view to heaven that I probably were ever – well, coming out of the tunnel. Coming out of that damn tunnel. Uh, I was sitting in the front of the bus, and you know how you got those big windows in the bus? It's just straight window. So yep. here's a little kid sitting 
sitting up, but just sitting at the windows. And you're in this tunnel, and you're seeing the end of the tunnel with a few lights, just a few. And you say, okay, we're coming so out of the tunnel. It's dark out, you mean? Yeah, it was dark in the tunnel, and it was like at night. It was uh, like 11, 12 o'clock at night. All right. So you hear, you know, coming up on the end of the tunnel and stuff, and you, you're like, man, when they hit, when it crest, the crest of the tunnel with the lights of Pittsburgh. Just on the edge when the bus hit it, it was like, oh, oh, oh my God. Look, oh, look at all these lights. You know, it's like, wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, it was the most beautiful thing. It was. It was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. You're right on a bridge. As soon as you come out of the tunnel, you're on a bridge. Yes. No matter what tunnel it is, there's more than one. Well, I mean, this one was like, it was like when it came out of the tunnel, it was lights in front of me, and then it like spread Both sides, around river, rivers and like, stuff. That is pretty nice. Oh my god! And whoever whoever did that, who whoever decided to do that, man, they didn't pay them enough. They didn't pay them enough to do that. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, baby. Yep. Um, let's see. Wait a minute. What is? I forgot. I forgot what the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the show is really about. Probably single, single. Who do Ray Ray? Um, Republicans want proof, and I think Americans want proof about the tens of billions that went to Ukraine. It's the bottom line. As a matter of fact, nobody should be. Well, only the crooked and the criminals should be fighting it. Look at who doesn't say anything or who pushes back against it. And there you have your criminal enterprise within the U.S. government. For um, Comer, Representative Comer, James Comer. I like him. I, I like the dude. I, I know nothing about him, but I'm glad he's on the House Oversight Committee. He said, which which all the stuff that we've been talking about, I, I, I never really put that together either. As long as they've been giving money to Ukraine, the Democrats did not, as they were in office, they did not have any oversight on the money that was going over there. They, billion here, billion here. Now, that I knew because I was like, man, they just giving money and Americans are going to start turning it off. Well, you know, whatever. You know, that's that's what they do. But they're not counting it up. It it starts with frequent and um, 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 well, quantity and frequent. Because then, when you do it at quantity, you say, "Oh man, it's like three billion. Oh, it's five billion. Oh, it's ten billion. But then, when you store it frequently, every couple of days and whatnot, you start losing. Well, some people start l- losing count. You, you do have those people. That, see, it's three, four, yeah. four five. <laughs> carried to two. Yeah, that's right." Put that into the computer. Oh, they did it again. uh, 1.7. Put that in. Put that in. Kind of probably what Donald Trump was doing too. But, um, you know, it's it's like they need the oversight. And they've been running without oversight for a long ass time, y'all. The pandemic money that was put out there, no oversight. No oversight. It's criminal, y'all. It's criminal. I, I, I'll tell you what they need to do. And Kevin McCarthy, this is on you, man. Uh-huh. What you people need to do is you need to demand 
that the executive branch come in front of Congress, maybe a joint session of Congress, and tell us what the freaking war plan is. Right. No more sleepwalking. Come out and make them come out and tell you. Yep. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get together. I'm telling you. I, I don't know if this government's capable. I don't think they care about any any resemblance of the U.S. Constitution. I just don't think they care anymore. I think they just look at us like we're in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what, what they look at this like Donald Trump, Jason. He's in the way. They're in the way. Get rid of him. We got to. Well, we got to put enough stink on him that messes him messes him up forever. So what did they do with people that support Donald Trump? Oh, they're deplorables. They're uh, they're, they're mega Republicans. They're terror yep. domestic yeah. terrorists. Okay. Yeah, think they of put, that language. They put it well, and here's what's on us. Then whenever we go into the restaurant, like you said, with hat on, the stink is already on you. You can right. It's almost like calling both of y'all, and I ain't gonna call you the word because I don't want to even. I you know people got out of context and then they split it together and then they say, "Oh, we ain't called his co-host the R word or the you know, no." But it's almost like calling y'all the R word or um. Uh, yeah, it's labeling labeling y'all with those words that you can't get rid of because that's what they do to Republicans, and that's the same thing. Hey, Ron, that's the same thing they're gonna do to you, buddy. And <laughs> you know, right. no matter no matter what your little social security, no social uh, media influencer are out to out to protect you and stuff, you ain't getting it off. You're not getting it off nationally. You ain't getting it off. You just got to learn to run with it. And the only person I saw know how to run with it is Donald Trump. Donald Trump don't give a damn because he's a billionaire and he got F you money. So you, there's nothing that you can say. It might hurt his feelings for about five seconds, but when you look at his bank account, it don't hurt. Do you think not the average American thinks that that guy would cheat on Melania? Right. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, and here's the reality of it too is – at some point, conservatives just need to embrace, like, call me whatever you want. You're lying. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Call me a sexist, racist, bigot, homophobe. That's Label how it should me. be. That's how it should you know? be. What did, what did Republicans used to call Democrats? Liberals, right? Right. Lip, they, they hated that. They hated it. From what, I, from, from what I was seeing, Democrats hated to be called liberals. As a matter of fact, they got to a point that they were like, I'm I'm not even a Democrat. I'm an independent because they didn't want to be called liberal. Then then what happened? They embraced it. Yep. They they embraced it. Us, we don't embrace no. Ooh. You know, well, I'm not saying that our side should embrace being called racist. I'm not. But Tissue paper. It's projection. It's projection. The Democrat Party is the party of racism. Right. That's just a fact. Yeah. Actually, it was on other people. It was interesting. I texted you guys yesterday about Matt Walsh. So this week, that Dylan Mulvaney transgender guy, which, by the way, he has a Broadway show about his 365 days of womanhood now. Um, Earlier this week, he called him out and said, this guy is just an actor. This is just a scam. And what he's doing is mentally ill and rah, rah, rah. And then a bunch of people came after Walsh and said, you're being too mean. And 
Walsh responded yesterday. I, I shared a five-minute clip of it online yesterday. It was the best response ever. He's like, I'm not being mean enough. These people are trying to mutilate our children. These people, they, they're living in an alternate reality that we can no longer condone. And by us not calling them out and mocking them and ridiculing them for these ridiculous ideas, like the longer we try to be nice, the harder it's going to be for us when it's like the war. You know, people online, if you want to fly your Ukraine flag and let's send money we don't have to Ukraine, here's your enlistment form. Go ahead and sign up. And you look what Putin's saying. He's talking about these trans testicles. Right. When you say say Ukraine fag, did you mean flag? Yeah, Ukraine flag. (laughs) Sorry. Some of them are fags, which is kind of interesting. I was thinking about Ukraine. They don't put up with a lot of that. Yeah, I was thinking about Zelensky when you said it, but I I just wanted to make sure that you were saying. Yeah, the Ukraine flag. Well, it was interesting. I Joe Biden the other day said something about in his speech, like, oh, I see coast to coast Ukraine flag. So I just threw a question up because I don't see any in my neighborhood. So I threw a question up on Twitter, like, are you seeing Ukraine flags flying in front of every house in I've America? Seen I've yeah. seen them, not lately, but back in the beginning. Some people seen have seen them. Yeah. And then yeah. people were responding and call me pro-Russia. I'm like, I'm, I just asked the question if you're seeing the flags. And then we proudly stand for Ukraine. So then I would drop them the link to yeah. sign up for military service or humanitarian service. <laughs> and would, then I would immediately get blocked. It was kind any, of funny. Why would any American support Nazis? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. you, you yeah. people are, yeah. you're, you're being buffaloed, man. Well, yeah, let's let's dig into Ukraine for 30 right. seconds. Go back from from what the fall of the Soviet Union through today. The Ukraine has been the absolute most corrupt country in yeah. Eastern Europe. Yeah. Everybody, it's all the money laundering, all the bad has weapon selling, weapons selling. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, terrible. These people, these people were selling tanks. Right. Yeah. At six for the price of three. I mean, yeah, it's real. It, and I mean, you know, we talk about like the the nuclear treaty. Frankly, I think Ukraine, when they gave up their nukes, is like we're probably better off not having these, you know. But you but know what? Our kept... our job was supposed to be to protect them, right? <laughs> well, and they have bio labs. They got everything over there. Like yeah, it yes, is. We do. Yeah, I mean, if you take how corrupt Chicago is, let's say, like everybody knows, Chicago is one of the most corrupt governments in the country, the local governments and bribes and all that, like Ukraine is a thousand times worse and everybody's just getting their little piece of the pie. We keep sending them hundreds of billions of dollars. They keep closing Christian churches and arresting bishops and shutting down TV stations and only one political party in Ukraine. Boy, that's, that's a pipe dream for these Democrats. They love that. For all the money, for all the money that we are giving, that Biden is giving to, um, given to that country that one of the most one if not the most corrupt country one of the most corrupt countries on this planet for 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 uh it it puts a it puts a bee bee in my bonnet it puts it it curls my milk every time when i see Zelensky get up there and say thank you the american people thank you thank you cuz american people didn't give it to you <laughs> No, the American people didn't give it to you. They and, stole and, it off us. Yeah, yeah. You, you are taking money from us that we first off we don't have. Second of all, we need more than you. So you're taking money from us, and then you're thanking us. Man, that pisses me off to the highest of festivity. Third, whenever I see that. Third off, nobody gives a damn about Ukraine. 
No, I, I really don't. I, I don't. really don't. Y'all don't do nothing for me. I don't see no TV shows. Y'all don't. Y'all. You too. You too. What do y'all have resources that we need? Tell me something. Tell well, me Wayne, something. Wayne just touched on a key point too. People have to understand. Are you going to give a charitable donation on your credit card? Like right now, today, you're broke as a joke. You're up to your ears in debt. And are you going to say, I mean, I mean, just you personally, you as an individual, let's say you're just buried and you're on the verge of bankruptcy. Are you going to say, I'm going to go give $10,000 to my neighbor because he's hard up. I know he's got some drug problems. I know he's got some real issues, but but I'm going to, I'm going to throw 10,000 more on my credit card for you. So you don't get evicted from your house, or I mean, that's what the country's doing. I'll pay. Yeah. I'll pay the electric bill next month. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Social yeah. Security is unfunded right now. Here you go, Vladimir. How much more do you need? Another ten billion? Oh, okay. And look, and look. Let me tell you something about that Social Security Medicare thing. Um, Harry Harry Jeffries keeps coming out and talking about <laughs> um, protecting Social Security and Medicare. I responded to him. I'm like, you know what, y'all are. You know what y'all are about? Y'all are about protecting the name Social Security and Medicare. Because there ain't no money in there. But y'all are talking about protecting the name. Because there's nothing in the fund. I'll tell you, too, when when they get back to the budget process, which I hope they do soon, um, you're going to realize that there's two different kinds of spending. Discretionary spending and entitlement spending. And entitlement spending is about what is it now? About seventy-five percent of the whole budget. It's it's out of control, man. There's only, it is, it is when they have these budget uh, conferences, they're only talking about a small percentage mm-hmm. of the budget. Mm-hmm. You're not even allowed to to mess with Social Security or, or Medicaid. That that's, yeah. Yeah. that comes first. Yeah, before yeah. Social Security. <laughs> well, no, it is Social Security. My bad. It comes it comes immediately. Then everything else is is after. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Well, just like they don't realize Social Security fund is empty. Right. Right. The things we could do, the things we could do if only Americans were adult enough to save for their own retirement. Right. You know, you think about that. Yeah. Because you know, there are people that have done that, you know, their whole lives. They've tithed it away to make sure that they're they they didn't trust Social Security from the beginning. Yeah. If all of us would do that. Think of what we could do in this country. We could have new railroads. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what's funny, too, is the government is the least efficient way to effectively manage anything financially, like the most waste, the worst returns. And and yet we give 10 percent of our income to them to try to plan for our retirement. And like I say, they're not even setting the money aside, folks. The money I pay out of my in Social Security right now goes to pay somebody who's retired. And I'm looking at these 20 year old Starbucks barista going, man, I hope you get a good job because you'll be paying my Social Security in 20 years. You know, um, you know, that train, the train track thing that I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. where uh, where many people are were, were buying and sending all of our money to Ukraine without asking us. This is this is the train track that I was talking about. And this is across America. Damn. Look at that. No way. Yeah. That's a real thing. 
That's the real thing. Man, I never saw anything like that. That's bad. That I mean, again, I, I, I no, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. I'm just, Ladies and gentlemen, look, look at the, the dip. That should be straight. China's not like that. He shouldn't be on it. Right. That's dangerous. China, China I bet you um, Switzerland, China, France, I bet you their train tracks ain't like that. Why is it like that in this country? You know I'll what I'm saying? You, I'll tell you what. I was a, a track vehicle mechanic and a tank systems mechanic and a recovery operator for many years. And I, I recovered a lot of tanks. And I can't even imagine messing with one of those trains. Oh, man. When it comes off the track, I just can't even. I, I heard uh, somebody talking yesterday that they were watching cranes taking one wheel at a time off of these train cars, man, putting them in dumpsters, trying to get rid of this stuff. And it's like, that's got to be, you got to take a acetylene torch to that stuff and cut it up. What are you going to put it in? Well, and I think this just does typify the establishment Republican position because they should have held the train companies accountable for much of that. And that's where, you know, Republicans are in the pocket of big business and the military industrial complex and Democrats are in the pocket of big tech and all this, this woke cultural Hollywood, all that. And yeah, I mean, for those who say like with this train derailment and all that kind of thing, it absolutely should be addressed. And I mean, these train companies should be forced to put, spend money to, to re, to maintain, to keep how, safety. How do you pass a $1.7 trillion infrastructure bill and have that and nobody right. goes to jail? Right. I don't think it's, is it on the train companies to fix the tracks? Yeah. It's to actually, it's actually on Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Right. No, I mean, the money should come from the trains, the guy making the money. Yeah. They made a billion dollars in profit last year, Norfolk Southern. More than one billion. It gets kind of fuzzy if you dig into the because I was trying to answer that question, like who's responsible for the crash, who's responsible for the maintenance. And you get all these weird overlaps for who's responsible for what. We kind of lived through it in Minnesota. We had the I-35 bridge collapse a number of years ago. And it was one of our big interstates that collapsed. And there was a lot of who pays for it and what's it responsible for. And it's not a super clear answer. The trained company should be paying for a big chunk of it. And then federal resources do go to it as well. Uh, well, okay. Well, well the, thing, the thing about it is there's two different rail systems. You got the rail system that's making money, which you're watching on the screen right now. And you've got the federal side of it, Amtrak, which doesn't right. make any money. Oh, okay. Zero money. It loses money every single year. And that's like the federal connection. But uh, I think a lot of that confusion uh, goes toward the object of protecting the establishment. Correct. Protecting the institution of the National Transportation Safety Board and all this other stuff. They clearly, to me, should make that company do what they have to do to make it safe or either cease and desist operations. Yeah, the NTSB could just show up and say these tracks are shut down. Have a nice day. That's right. well honestly, damn tracks. Honestly, that's that's what should be happening then right it now. It should be. You're damn right, right. it should be. And yeah, every dollar, every single dollar of that infrastructure bill should get snatched the hell out of green energy companies and put on this railroad. Yeah. Every yeah. dollar of it. Screw that new green energy stuff. It's all a hoax. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 ridiculous for those for those train tracks to remain like that. And, and every and, town every town USA too, baby. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And the reason why they aren't is because they're covered like this. Nobody ever goes down there. Nobody ever uh, sees how the sausage is made. So it so it goes like this from day to day, from month to month, year to year. Nobody cares about the tracks like this, except for the people. No wonder they were uh, 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 holding out. No wonder the unions had decided, you know what? No. No, government. No, we don't agree with whatever y'all are pushing. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was a big component of that rail strike that Joe Biden ordered them to go back. I bet it was. I bet. And I mean, the strike essentially came down to people haven't been able to take off PTO, not work so many shifts. But the reason they couldn't is because of safety. You need X number of people working to staff a train. And even that was on the low side for how much they really need to safely operate a train. So my other favorite part of the train derailment is where people talk about about Trump deregulating and they cite one deregulation piece he did. And if you go back and read the piece of dere- of regulation, it didn't even apply to the Ohio train. It was right. for highly flammable trains and it, it was a small part of the train industry that they were deregulating. And it's interesting because even the, the head of the NTSB came out and said, we all quit blaming this on Trump. Like the law he was talking about doesn't apply to this scenario. And it's funny. That's another good way to get blocked. You just share that tweet when somebody tweets <laughs> at you like, oh, Trump deregulated this in 2016. It's his fault. The trains crash. It's like, well, here's the NTSB head saying that's not true. So here's the link. Well, Fox News pushed that too, you know. Right. Fox News pushed that. That, uh, yeah, that um, that Trump that Trump um, deregulating and stuff. I'm like, you know what? Whatever, whatever y'all want to do, people, whatever y'all want to do to uh, push uh, DeSantis, I got you. But you know what, too? <laughs> I, I know, and I know this going to hurt some feelings, but this stuff is coming out about DeSantis soon. And when it does, it's not that he's being attacked, it's that it's being reported. There's a difference. You, you'll see. You'll see. When it comes out, you'll see. Look Don't worry about track. it. Yeah. It's I'm not nice. even attached to the railroad ties. Mm. Look at that. Look at that. that, that yeah, somebody thing. mentioned in the chat, too, that uh, when we talk about who owns who, big pharma and the medical industry, like, don't even get us started on that. I mean, think of how many billions of dollars they made in COVID, and we need Nuremberg 2.0 trials off that. That almost looks like the track was built in 1865, man. It hasn't even been touched. It's possible. It could have been. That's what it looks like. I mean, honestly, don't you think that it will be, I mean, I don't know how long it would take, but don't you think that uh, instead of the ground now, you would build a cement? Uh, bottom to it and then put the tracks on the cement so that it, it flows a whole lot more easier. I've never seen tracks like that. I've seen a lot of train tracks. I've never seen nothing like that. Yeah. That's that's something's happened. Either the ground swelled under. You know what that also might be? See that mm-hmm. grain mill in the background? Yeah. That might be private rail. Could be. You know, like how companies have it. The only thing that's making me say, no, that's a regular engine. That's not a one of the small ones that runs runs tracks runs cars around. Mm. I forget what they call them, but uh, that could be 
like not part of the it's still bad no matter no matter yeah no no it, it is. yeah it's, it's really bad <laughs> that thing is super bad it is it is those look like grain cars though those little wheels switcher are, that's what it's called a switcher hmm. yeah ladies ladies and gentlemen you've been watching the Wayne the pre podcast your needed reality check. <laughs> We're bringing it to you, boy. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Hutch is memorized. Pioneer lines. Mesmerized, boy. He's like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? What's going on? Uh, Jason, Jason, uh, Jason, I'm praying for you, man. Y'all, y'all look like y'all get ready to get a blizzard up there. Is that right? You know what? Actually, it's funny. That was uh, last night to this morning. They shut everything down. We got a foot of snow. So uh, oh, right before the show, I was out snowblowing my driveway and then my neighbor's driveway because I don't have a snowblower. And uh, I'll probably have to go back out this afternoon. So, yeah, this afternoon, think of me out in the cold snowblowing. That is a switcher. That's a switcher. Yeah. Notice how there's only so many cars on it. Yeah. Not that it matters. It doesn't matter. He's going across a, a, a crossing zone right there. So it might be a, it's out in the public. I don't know. <laughs> the, um, real quick, I don't know if y'all, um, I, I don't know if y'all saw or know about this story. Here's a um, basketball player for the University of Alabama. And um, a, whether a month, whether it was a month or so ago, um, there was a shooting. Some kids had uh, a a player, a former player, or it might have been oh, a, yeah. a current came, player came back, had shot a female and killed her because she didn't want to talk to him. She didn't want to because she already had a boyfriend. She didn't want to talk to him, so he came back and shot her. Well, uh, the word is that a member of the current number one or number two bas uh, basketball team, college basketball team in the country. Their freshman player, star player, um, was responsible for getting the gun mm. and, give and giving it to the shooter. Now, he wasn't around when the girl was shot. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't there. He didn't know what the guy was going to use the gun for. But somehow he get he was able to get the gun. Well, last night, before the before this game, and the guys making the buckets is the freshman. He he hit like four he hit like forty some points last night. Uh, this information came out before the game. They still played the freshman. Hmm. They still played the freshman, even though his name is Miller. Uh, as a matter of fact, he uh, he's and 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 most of the people in uh, the South Carolina. I'm not playing the the, um, the audio, but uh, many people in the South Carolina crowd was like, "Lock him up, lock him up, lock him up," while while the game was going because they knew that he was responsible that he was responsible for allegedly getting the gun that killed the young female. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but he scored 41 points last night. Uh, and actually he scored the, the, uh, the game shot that took them into overtime. As a matter of fact, but, uh, yeah, That's a what do y'all think, think about 
And yes, I know this is alleged that that, but um, it's it's happening right now. You know, the coach is like, uh, you know, he's for. Would you have sat him down until you found out more? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to digest it. Yeah. You know, like how, what were the circumstances? Are they tight? You know, did he sell it to him? You know, I don't know. I don't know whether he sold it to him or gave it to him, but, um, let's see. I will say from personal experience, I spent 25 years in the corporate world. And I mean, it wasn't anything like basketball or famous people, but you find yourself in some really awkward spots where there's really no good answers. Like we had, I had one of a, one of the managers that worked in one of the stores I was responsible for who was accused locally of doing, being with an underage girl. And then the, and then the company had to decide like, how do you deal with that? And then it turned out at the end that it was a BS claim. And so like, there's just it there. Yeah. It's hard to really make a judgment for what you should or shouldn't do without all the facts. And well, here, let me add this to you. Um, After Alabama started, the guy who's scoring all the points right now, after Alabama started freshman, uh, Brandon Miller was revealed in court Tuesday to be at the scene of the Jamara Harris murder in Tuscaloosa last month. Uh, Brandon, quote, Brandon never touched a gun, was not involved in ex- okay, was not involved in its exchange to Mr. Davis in any way and never knew that illegal activity uh involving the gun would occur. That's what his uh, that's what his lawyer is saying. But at the Tuesday's hearing to decide whether Miles and his friend Michael Davis would receive a bond after being charged with capital murder. A law enforcement officer testified about Miller's contact with Miles that night. The officer stated that Miles texted Miller, the guy who's scoring the points, to bring Miles's gun to the scene of the conflict on the Tuscaloosa Strip. Miller drove his car to the scene, and law enforcement testified in court that Davis retrieved Miles's weapon from Miller's vehicle and fired the deadly shot. Miller has not faced any charges as a result of his contact with Miles. When asked Tuesday by uh, the newspaper why Miller wasn't charged, Tuscaloosa Chief Deputy District Attorney Paul Whitley said, that's not a question I can answer. There's nothing we can charge him with. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think if, as long as it was a legally purchased weapon, mm-hmm. if it's the shooter's weapon and he was in a jam because he, Miller, uh, this all – Miller can't know about this for this right. to work, for this, for my theory to work. He just gets a call from his buddy. He said, I'm down here in the gym. Can you bring my gun? He brings the, if it's a legally owned gun, that's not illegal. Right. You know, you bring it. I'm not saying it's right, but I, I, I'm real leery for people to get charged with gun crimes anymore. It says, um, quote, Brandon does not miles. I am uh, Miller. Uh, Brandon does not own a firearm. And has not and has never handled a firearm. He had no weapon of any intent to use any weapon. Hmm. Without um, Miller's attorney says without Brandon knowing any of this context, 
And as Brandon was already on the way to pick up Mr. Miles, Mr. Miles texted Brandon and asked him to bring his firearm. Uh, Brandon subsequently arrived at the scene to pick up Mr. Miles. So basically, uh, Alabama's receiving some pushback because they think that he's involved in the shooting where it seems like he, that he brought the, the gun that killed uh, the female without his notice. Something I noticed about the government, whenever they prosecute something, they want to bring everybody down. (laughs) It just seems like that. It really does. man. It's like, what did you know? And when did you know it? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Let's put 10 people in jail. You know, and they've always been like that though. January 6th. I mean, I mean, they Look at what Swalwell put the, the bill he just put forward to ban President Trump from ever stepping foot in the Capitol. Oh, right. and by the way, Giuliani, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bannon, Bannon, yep. Seb Gorka, yep. 10 yep. other people. Yep. 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Beautiful, beautiful conversation today. Spirit. Just clean the trash can. <laughs> no more pretending this year. <laughs> oh my god. We will be back on Monday if something don't if World War Three don't pop up. If listen, if World War Three pop off this weekend or uh or you know it's been nice knowing you folks. But don't expect us to go live because the EMP probably won't allow that to happen. But um you know if something if something crazy goes around. Yeah, it's crazy. Be broadcasting from the POW camp, (laughs) right? (laughs) We'll take a break from the ditch digging they're having us do to punch back in. We got our show to do, and then we'll have our little Chinese hats on and be like, like "Xi Jinping is good. Oh, he is so good. Hail the revolution! uh, Hail to the revolution!" And and imagine me, the brother in the bunch. Yeah, he good, man. He good, you know. Hey, right. Jinping, what's up, man? Yeah, he's yeah, he's 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 solid. He's solid. Um, if y'all if y'all don't do anything over the weekend, make sure that you check out uh, preparewithwd.com. Uh, it, um, make sure that you are prepared just in case. America's financial future is in crisis and food prices are on the rise. Be prepared. Guarantee your food independence at MyPatriotSupply.com. We've created custom emergency food plans that are affordable for your entire family. And while other companies hope you'll never taste their survival food, ours will taste just as delicious 25 years from now as it does tonight. Get the food you'll need before you need it. Freedom, self-reliance, true patriotism. The founding principles of MyPatriotSupply.com. Jason, give me some last thoughts. Can confirm. Survival food is excellent. I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? (laughs) Oh, man, where'd he go? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, No, hey, uh, a few things. First of all, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Wayne Hutch, pleasure as always. It's been a fun week. Um, And don't forget to like, comment, share. We always say that, but helps beat the algorithm. But kind of two thoughts for the weekend. Uh, Thought one, really stay close to this situation in Ukraine and what's going on. It's the one year anniversary, which in a lot of those Eastern European cultures, those anniversaries kind of mean things. Russia's moving a lot of troops. 
and you're not going to get the news on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. That's why you tune into shows like this and a lot of independent journalists, hopefully. Um, Second thing is, you know, yesterday I said, well, what do you want? What do you want to do last night or what are you working on? And I said, I just want to watch President Trump in Palestine in East Palestine. And that was such a filling my glass moment where it's like there are leaders in America that love the country. You can disagree with what they say or what they do or mean tweets, but there's people that love America. And I would encourage everybody to fill their glass this weekend. If it's hanging out with your loved ones, if it's doing a a cookout, if it's snowballing your driveway, if it's going to church with your wife, like do something this weekend to fill your glass. Because I think a lot of times we all get doom and gloom and it's important that you uh, keep yourself centered. So, but thanks for tuning in this week's guys. I'll tell you one of the things that I hope I live to see, and I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to live to see it and I don't know if they're going to be live to see it, but I want to see the Clintons go to prison. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they just found another guy last year. One of, one of Bill Clinton's aides from Arkansas, right. the one that introduced him to Jeffrey Epstein, by the way. Yeah, that's crazy. No, yeah, okay. They, go ahead. they found this guy hanging from a tree with an electrical extension cord around his neck yeah. with a 12 gauge blast to the chest and no gun. And they considered it suicide. Suicide. It's a real thing. You tell me, because I'll tell you one thing. If you shoot, first of all, I got to see somebody shoot (laughs) yourself in the chest with a shotgun. I got to watch them do that with a 30-inch barrel. But to to tie your neck, a a cord around your neck, and tie it to a branch in a tree after you climbed up the tree. That's true. With the shotgun. Yeah. And then you shoot yourself, because you had to shoot, you have you have to shoot yourself before you hang yourself. <laughs> so you shoot yourself, you and then what do you do? Eat the gun? <laughs> There's no gun. <laughs> Arkansas, man, are you a third world country or what? Yeah. Where's yeah. Sarah Huckabee at? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it's not even funny. It's When I saw that, I, I rolled my eyes so hard, I almost went to sleep. Because I was like, I, I, we have to stop pretending. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because they like they get away with it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like it's no reasonable person. have been getting away with it. They've been getting away with this my whole life. Right. Kill I got books. I got books from when Clinton was president. Yeah. I mean, meanwhile, somebody has to go after these people. Right. Meanwhile, they're going after Donald Trump for yeah. tax evasion because he didn't tax a bonus or something stupid. They're trying to. Trying to put um, Al Capone in jail, but they're letting Meyer Lansky just hang out and do whatever, <laughs> or or Bonnie and Clyde just continue to go through the country, just taking out people. That, I right. mean, that, that, man, that's crazy. That's okay, but yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, "You look at, the, the the government has turned into the, the mob. They turned into the mob." Yeah. Yesterday, I saw that Biden pumped billions of dollars into. Wait for it the Eastern States pension fund of this Teamsters union, the, the same, the same money that built Las Vegas for the mob. Wow. The government is now putting tax dollars in there. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. I know. It's great. I told you, I wait. The only thing left, I'm waiting to see federal hookers next. <laughs> There's going to be federal hookers are going to be the next oh. Sex workers are workers too, Hutch. It's going to be a job announcement. Uh, prostitution supervisor position. Right. <laughs> yeah. but, um, and based on, um, I was cooking dinner the other night, and um, 
I was listening to the. Uh, I, I I thought I was listening to 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 music, but the news came on at seven o'clock. Starting July first here in Maryland, cannabis is legal. <laughs> cannabis is about to get wild on the way to pre-show. Well, think think about that. They're, All right, they're trying to keep you stupid. They're trying to keep you distracted. The best thing in the world for the federal government would be for all the serfs to be high. <laughs> yeah. Not not only not only is it legal, the police are going to have stations. It's probably mandatory. <laughs> where you can go and smoke in the area where where the police are. And if you don't look like oh 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 and if you don't have marijuana, they will have it for you. <laughs> and guess what? If you bring your own, you will be subsidized or something for it. Uh, I was like, wait a minute, you gonna pay them for for bringing? Oh yeah, you're, they're gonna have to have card stations because you're gonna be able to get it with your EBT card. Probably. Oh Probably. my god, yeah, it's gonna be EBT legal. You know, because it, it helps them with their if depression. It or... If it isn't now, it will be in five years. Give them time. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna be paying people to smoke pot because it helps yeah. keep them calm and think of That's all their right. anxiety. Oh my god! Anytime they need a riot, they'll just cut it off. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, and they're talking about uh, you won't be able to. And the reason why they're putting up these stations is so that after you get finished and you know after you smoked your smoke, you can't drive. So you just have to sit right there and just wait and let it. <laughs> wait, I, I got a cough on the VA. I'll be all right. So they're uh, that's that's crazy. That's, but it's true. They want you to sleep. They do. They want you out of it. They don't want, they don't want you paying attention to this stuff. Well, it's funny if you, if you believe in the power structure and a Hutch and I do, what it comes down to is how do they medicate and distract you? And then how do they make you hate your other citizens think they're a race as big a sex as homophobe. And so that none of us look that and say that the government's one that's corrupt, you know, and they're the ones all doing the bad. Yeah, providing you, yeah, yeah. That I, I, I was like, man, and uh, you can't drive while you're lit up, or you'll get a ticket for that. So you know, and they're but, probably taking everybody's name because now you probably also can't have a gun, right? Right. right. Government, big government, we're in charge. Thanks for watching us take out the trash, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Look, at those, look have, at those hedges. Those hedges are getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Snow, look, Snowblower City. We'll see y'all on Monday. Y'all have a great weekend. Have a good weekend. Oh, and by the way, if y'all get in trouble and y'all do some type of crime or y'all, you know, you get don't don't call us. We we just ain't got the bond money for you. Am I right? <laughs> call one eight hundred. Not me. Right. <laughs> cinco cinco cinco. <laughs> You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.